Hey there, Amplifiers. Manny Torres here and excited to have another episode of Growth Amplifiers. And today I'm joined by Tim Kinney of Kinney & Kinney. Tim is a certified public accountant, certified management accountant, and certified evaluation analyst. Tim has been in the accounting industry for over 30 years. At this stage in his business, Tim enjoys helping clients achieve next level results for their personal and business dreams. In order to achieve that goal, Tim believes in starting the day out right. Tim takes starting his day the right way very seriously because he believes his family and clients deserve the best. Welcome to the show, Tim. Thanks, Manny. Great to see you. Great to see you as well. And I love that quote about starting the day off right because I believe that's something super important for everybody. I think the more that you can plan to succeed, the more success you have. Where does that quote that you have or that that idea of starting the day off right come from? I think it's just many years of trying to improve myself and business. You know, I, the one common theme is that when you get off to a good start with the day, everything usually falls into place. So little work up front to get ready. I think you can see in the background, there's a positive intelligence book. So that's part of the routine just to get my mindset right before I embark on it. I love that thought. And with that in mind, I'd love to start off this interview by having you share a little bit more about you and your business. That way, as we move forward, our listeners understand a little bit more about you. So can you share a little bit about you and your business? Sure. There's 10 of us professionals, and we primarily focus on privately held businesses. My father started the company 50 plus years ago. I joined him over 30 years ago, as well as our tax director and the rest of our team has been in place for many decades. So we've got a lot of experience. We like working with each other. We're blessed. We've got clients that we enjoy working with as well and showing up ready to give our best is, is just, it just comes natural. Well, it sounds like you and your team have been giving your best and really creating a great synergy with your clients because there's no other way you could be in business that long. So congratulations on that. Speaking of your clients, can you tell me a little bit about who you work with and what industries they come from? Sure. We primarily work with service-based businesses. Some of those niches include group therapy practices, law, and consulting. Excellent. And with those group therapy practices and legal and other services, what are the biggest challenges that you see that they encounter and what is it that brings them to you for help? One of the common challenges is this idea of exiting with and, and harvesting the value of the group therapy practice that they worked so hard to build. So these business owners, they've worked hard, they've cultivated their clients, and they're not sure how to take the next step. Is that correct? It is. They often don't know where to begin on that, except most of the time when they contact us, they want to head for the exits. It's a very demanding business, and many of them are practicing therapists, which is challenging, in addition to trying to run a business and uh, at certain points that can build up. And a lot of them are managing a family on top of that. So there's a lot of pressure and you can only do that for so long and until you get to the point where you're ready to ready for a change of pace. I've seen that a lot, not, not only in the industries that you mentioned, but in business in general, you see business owners that spend decades building their business. And then rather than being able to pass it on as a legacy, they just shut it down. And it's such a shame to see that happen, but you can 
can understand the pressures that people are under. Definitely. It also affects the clients that they've worked with and gotten to know over the years. So with a successful business transition or sale, you're taking care of those clients. That's a great point because a lot of times those clients are left high and dry. They don't know where to go or where to turn and they're left with no answers. Tim, earlier we we talked before we hopped on the call today and we were sharing five key areas that businesses could look at in order to ensure that that exit was set up properly. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. I would say it all starts with the valuation or essentially a range of value that the business owner could expect depending on who the buyer is. Oftentimes they've never explored what their business is worth. They know what they make and what they don't make. And oftentimes they don't have any idea of what that business is worth. Also, they don't necessarily know how much value they need out of the business in order to maintain the lifestyle that they've been accustomed to leading as well as their family. So many times they're working in the dark. They they don't know what they have. They don't know what they need. And that probably explains what you mentioned before about them having that impulse to run for the door because they essentially feel like they don't have any of the information that they need to make those decisions. Correct. What about the next step? I know you mentioned planning is a big part of exit strategy. How do you help your clients with planning? Well, that's where we uncover what they what they need in the way of value to preserve their lifestyle. In some cases, they, they may not be fully retiring from business. They may want to work in a different capacity. Sometimes they may want to just be an employee for a change and not be the owner of the group therapy practice. They may want someone else to take care of that responsibility and wear all the different hats. So determining financially what makes that work and comparing that to the value or range of values that we uncovered in the valuation work that we we did for them. And so oftentimes there is there is a variance between what they need to maintain their lifestyle and what the the business could realistically fetch in the marketplace from a buyer. That's important before they list their business or start entertaining potential buyers because that that can be expensive. Number one, if you're listing a business with a business broker, sometimes that involves an initial retainer. When when you do have a potential buyer, oftentimes that's a competitor. So the competitor you're essentially bringing into your business and showing your trade secrets and intellectual capital. You're having to get legal documents in place so that they're not using that knowledge that they gained from looking at your business to out compete you in the marketplace. So it's important to make sure that you're ready realistically to sell your business. I never thought about, you know, the competitors. I understand a lot of competitors do buy businesses in their industry, but that brings up a great point about that intellectual property and trade secrets, because if you don't safeguard that, that leaves it open for an opportunity to be misused. Tim, you mentioned in our pre-conversation about business model having an impact. Can you talk a little bit about what that impact is for the business? Sure. When we do have that variance between the value of the business and what the seller needs to 
harvest and value at the close in order to support their lifestyle without owning the business. If there's a gap, we need to, you know, and it's only a problem if there's not enough value, right? And the business value is related to how much cash flow any buyer is going to receive as the owner of that business. So if the value isn't there, then it means that we have to figure out how to get the business creating more cash flow. And if we're able to work through the current business model and identify changes that can be made to increase cash flow, in the case of group therapy practice, it would be adding sessions. It, it might be it might be bringing on additional therapists that can generate and contribute margin and profit to the business in order to get that cash flow where it needs to be to support higher values when it comes time to sell. But that's a financial exercise that the group therapy practice owner or business owner would go through with us as the financial experts. And that makes sense because obviously someone wants to buy a business that has good cash flow. In terms of getting to that, is that where you start to look at their QuickBooks and their accounting so that you can identify what's happening in the business? Yes. The ideal place to start as far as understanding expenses in the business and historical revenues of the business are the accounting file. Sometimes if it's a new client, there's some work that needs to be done. Those financial records aren't, aren't always available. And so if that's the case, we've got to address that straight off. Even if the value is there in, in the first part of working with a potential seller, we would still need to make sure that the right accounting system is is in place in a form that is, is going to deliver reports that are needed. Because when you're selling your business, the buyer is going to want to get comfort with what you're proposing as the value. And the way that they do that is through historical tax returns and through historical reports of performance. And then they will look at that and essentially audit that. So if those accounting systems aren't in place, they need to get put in place. One of the ways that we determine whether the business has those accounting systems and reporting in place is by providing them with an assessment. So we've developed that to help them determine that efficiently. That's great because you hear all the horror stories again of businesses that they may actually be doing pretty well, but they don't have the documentation to support it. And a buyer is not going to spend the time trying to clean up your books to identify what's right and what's wrong. They're just going to move on to the next opportunity. So it's really important for them, those businesses to have that information clear and also be able to highlight what's the, the great benefits of their business to that potential buyer. Yeah, definitely. I had I had one, one client, they were selling roofing supplies, very successful. They had a buyer that was coming to the table with $10 million. And after six months of diligence, 
they backed out. They didn't have the accounting records in place. It can be a deal breaker. So want to avoid any of those surprises as you get closer to the finish line on a sale. Yes. And it's understandable because you wouldn't want to buy something that you really don't have clarity on what you're buying. So that makes sense for them to step away. Tim, can you tell me a little bit about how tax efficiency plays a role in exiting your business? Taxes can be one of the largest expenses of a business, you know, and so tax, the, the more you save in taxes, the more you keep. And so if your business is tax efficient, it's going to be more attractive to a potential buyer, you know, and the other aspect of it is when we're working on tax efficiencies, anytime we identify strategies that allow you to save more money, that is essentially a residual. So that increases the cash flow to a potential buyer, which is going to drive up the value. And there is no certainty for the most part, as far as how long it'll take to from start to finish on selling your business. It could take six months. It could take six years. So why not fix your tax efficiency, which will help you get more for your business. And while you're waiting, keep more of the cash flow for yourself. No, that makes a lot of sense. You know, why get it all set up and perfect for someone and, and then not enjoy that that time yourself. You know, maybe you can take more vacations, really enjoy the business and maybe, you know, getting it efficient. Maybe you have a different idea of what you want to do with it. Tim, I really appreciate those those different items that you've brought out. Do you have a story of a business that you've helped through some navigate through some of these challenges? Yeah, I'll, I'll just bring up a few relevant stories. The first one, I'm going to double back to that roofing material client that ended up being a success story. It wasn't a client during that first potential sale where the buyer walked after not getting the accounting reports that they needed in their diligence process. Their in-house controller was familiar with our firm and suggested that the owner hire us. So the owner hired us. We came in, cleaned up their accounting system, got the reporting squared away. And within 12 months after bringing us on, they sold it for 20 million. So it ended up being a blessing in disguise in that case. And not that the accounting system was worth $10 million more, but the buyer was able to see the true value of the company with the right accounting reporting in place and, and system to track it. Another kind of example of working with a client recently, there was a group therapy practice client of ours, and that industry is pretty hot as far as some private equity buyers and practice owners are getting contacted left and right. And this particular client was entertaining some of those offers and was at a point where they felt like they did want to hit the exit. They felt like they weren't making enough money for how much effort they were putting in and the pressures were greater than they felt like they were getting compensated for. So they wanted to, to entertain some of these um, offers by potential buyers. And so when we looked at the valuation, it, it wasn't there as far as how much uh, the buyer was going to willing to pay them for their, their group therapy practice. So 
So we went and looked at the business model again and looked at what it would take to get the value, the cash flow where it needed to be to support that higher value that they needed from a potential buyer. And so in this case, we had put that plan, identified the plan and talked to that buyer potentially to revisit it in six months once we had a chance to execute on the business plan a little more. That's great that you're able to make those adjustments because as you mentioned, you know, people have an expectation of what they feel they'd like to have. It's very similar to real estate, you know, hey, I'm going to sell my house. I'm going to get this much out of it. But many times there's a lot of the the things that you need to do to strengthen the the home and, and get it to where those buyers are ready so that you can get that top dollar. And I'm sure with your 30 years plus experience for yourself and over 50 for your team, that's a lot of experience that you bring to the table to really be able to share all the different ways that those businesses can increase that value, cash flow and profitability to get maximum dollar when they're ready to exit. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different scenarios. And I think in the you brought, brought up real estate, I think a lot of successful real estate agents have a good handyman or two on speed dial so that they've got their team to swoop in and fix the broken door or touch up the painting so that their customers can get top dollar on their home sale. This is very similar, but only with a business. And with a business, there's more variables. And one, one litmus test is if you love your business and you don't want to sell it, it's probably ready to sell. There could be reasons that you're not ready that manifest in the way of, I don't know where I'm at. I'm always surprised when I walk in the door. I don't have reporting to get comfortable with my cash flow. I just know that I'm not, I'm not experiencing enough cash flow. My team is driving me crazy. I've got high turnover. I don't know if they're working. I feel like I'm working harder than my employees. All of those complaints are indicators that your business isn't ready if you're looking to get top value for it. So we've got a lot of experience. Our team is very experienced. Unfortunately, it's not something that I could send a business owner a video and say, hey, watch this. This is all you need to get your business ready to sell. It's a team effort. We're working oftentimes with that business owner to determine the value, look at what they need, compare the two. If value, if there's a gap, then working with that business owner to figure out what's possible in increasing cash flow so that the value can get where they need it to be and fixing all those problems along the way. One other story related to that is there's a client who had negative cash flow and their partner left them and therapy practice owner reached out to one of her friends who recommended us. And we worked with that business owner for five years and she ended up selling for probably more than she ever thought was was possible. But when she sold, she had gone from negative cash flow to substantial cash flow. So, but it took five years to kind of work through the business model, executing on what made sense for the business model. Then after making those changes, the cash flow followed, the value followed, and so did the sale. That's a great story. And I think if there's a listener out there and maybe their business is underwater and they, th- if you told them, hey, in five years, you could sell for a substantial amount, I think they, they'd they say five years is great. You know, some some business owners probably feel that they're never going to get out from under that, that weight that they're under. Tim, I really enjoyed learning more about you and all the services and value that you 
bring to your clients. It's obvious that you're a top-notch advisor that guides your clients through that process and can really take them step by step. As you and I both know, most business owners are you know tied to their business and they they can do what they can do well in their business. But sometimes having that outside perspective can really help guide them. Tim, for the listeners out there who maybe heard some of the things that you said today, maybe they have that therapy group practice and they'd like to learn more or have some resources. Where can they go to learn more about you and your business? They can go to our website, kennycpa.com. On the website, you're going to have access to an assessment. The assessment's free and you can take the assessment and whether you hire us or use someone else, you can use it to help get your business ready to sell. And uh, that's probably the best way. If, If you want, when you're there, you'll have the opportunity to book a meeting and there's no cost on that. It's just discovery meeting to figure out if we're a good fit for helping you achieve your dreams. Excellent. Well, I appreciate you sharing that, Tim. If you're listening to this, make sure that you go to kennycpa.com, find that assessment, get some helpful information so that you know where your business stands. That way you can identify what are the next steps. And if you don't know the next steps, make sure that you connect with Tim and his team, have that free consultation so that they can guide you so that you too can exit your business with some profitability. Tim, thank you so much for being here today. My pleasure, Manny. Great to see you. Good to see you. To show your support, take a moment to amplify this message by sharing it online. To connect with me or gain more business growth insights, visit www.growthamplifiers.com. Thank you for your support.